Okay, um, welcome back everybody to another installment of I've Been Meaning to See That. Um, this is a podcast where we watch 21 minutes and 5 seconds of a movie and tell you that we've seen it. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Alex Barber, and with me as always is... Hey, hey, it's Colin. Colin, McNeil. all right. Oh, McNeil. okay. You know, every week I don't know what he's going to say, and every week he catches me off guard, and I love it. Um, Just going what you know what feels best at the time, and right there it felt... At first, it felt like a Colin, then I snuck in the McNeil because I felt like I needed it. I thought I thought this was going to be a Colin M week, if I'm being honest. I thought it was going to be a Colin M week. Eh, he guessed wrong. He guessed wrong. Yeah. Um, this week on the pod, we're going to uh, cover uh, an interesting movie, a, a controversial movie um, directed by a controversial man, Mel Gibson, uh, and his, uh, I think, directorial debut. I'm not entirely sure on that. I am just you know, speaking out of my ass like we do on this on this podcast. And we're going to watch Apocalypto, 2006's Apocalypto. Mel Gibson, one of the greats. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, there. yeah, you know, maybe not greats. He's um, he's been around a long time, I guess, is uh, formerly one of the greats. Sorry, yeah. not not a fan, not a fan of Mel Gibson. But, uh, you know, I feel like this was this movie was kind of put on everyone's radar. Um kind of around that time where he started to become like controversial and um, probably have to look up to exactly when that, what did he say about Jewish people? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it needs to be directly quoted, but I know that he is a, a pretty aggressive, uh, uh, bad person. Bad, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to cover one of his movies. Um, don't worry. We're not paying for it. We're watching it through one of the streaming services that pay him for it so i'm going to be extra critical of this one because you know what he said back yes. then which i don't yeah. which you, you know, know what this is already going to get a zero because of mel gibson but we still are going to watch 21 minutes and five seconds of it but before we before we go into this movie i do want to let you and all of our listeners know um that i made i've been meaning to see that history today uh recently um oh and yeah and a movie we covered last week point break with keanu reeves caught caught my interest enough that i watched it i watched the movie wow. you followed through so you uh immediately after the movie you went through and, and watched it and i and you know what i even like my follow-through was even more than i thought i could even be possible of i because we finished that record pretty late i think like 11 30 and mm. i was like i'm just gonna go and i'm gonna watch this right now went into bed started watching tiktoks put it on fell asleep almost immediately um yeah. missed missed most of the movie and then i was like no i'm gonna watch it wow. so the next day the next day i watched it i watched it from start to finish so you attempted um, to watch it twice i basically watched it twice yeah um and i just want to say uh, i would like to apologize to most of our listeners if uh any of the movies that we've watched have been close to how wrong we were with that one and, you know, we've had people tell me that, you know, we're very off and that we need to go watch these movies. Goodfellas in particular was one that people were like, this is a travesty. You need to watch this movie. Um, we were pretty far off on Point Break. We were pretty far off. 
this is our only example because you know I haven't been I'm I'm going to I'm going to get there watch the movies that I gave a one to um but I just haven't had the time you know just so busy but um so this is the first example that we've had where we've been able to kind of compare our uh what we guess would happen to yeah what and I figured happened. I figured since Apocalypto is not uh necessarily a movie we may want to talk about too much we'll cover it but I also want to sort of like uh, pigeonhole or wedge this conversation in I would sort of like to give us an update on what point break what actually happened in point break yeah yeah do it J- I mean just the most confusing thing to me was just yeah the 125 I mean the whole thing you thought Keanu Reeves was going undercover as a as a surfer in the surfer gang mm-hmm. but then like in the middle of the movie he wasn't even undercover so was he undercover before then after then not at all spill so, the beans so this is so this is what happens Keanu Reeves Spoiler alert, okay, to anyone who has only listened to our last episode or just for some reason is starting to listen to the podcast right now. Um, he didn't know how to surf. Keanu Reeves does, didn't know how to surf in that movie. He does not know how to surf. What? Uh, he So Gary Busey. No way. That's, the, that's where they go with it. Um, Gary Busey thinks that um, because of all this, like all this evidence that he has, that the the presidents of the United States, the bank robbers mm-hmm. that go by the presidents of the United States, um, he believes that they are surfers. Right. So they don't know what surfers. They just believe that they are surfers, period. That's the biggest lead that they have. So what Keanu does is he starts investigating at the beach. He just starts investigating at the beach, and he meets the, the girl, the love interest, and he asks her to teach him how to surf. And oh, she okay. teaches him how to surf. And then through the lessons with her, he sort of like falls for her, but he lies to her a bunch because he's undercover. Gary Busey is also like watching him this whole time. And they do all these like weird montages where like they go around and they find out different ways to like uh, take hair samples from various surfers <laughs> so that they can test it versus evidence that was like they, left. They the pluck one scenes. off the wetsuit in the in the locker room. Or whatever. Exactly. All the um, surfers go into a, into one big locker room after after they surf. Yeah, that's essentially what happens. Um, but so w- through all of this, he meets Patrick Swayze and his crew, and becomes friends with them as surfers, and he has no idea that they are the the robbers well but this time is they speed it up like he is he like because it takes a while to learn how to surf okay he like he's bad he's bad for like two minutes of an eight minute montage like and then is he already like challenging swayze like on the waves and stuff like there's like a moment where he's surfing and then another gang there's two basically two surfer gangs one of them has anthony kiedis from the red hot chili peppers and the other one has patrick swayze (laughs) And uh, Keanu's like surfing, but he's like mediocre at surfing. He like knows how to surf at this point, but he's not great. And Anthony Kiedis' gang, he's like in their way and they crash into him and they're like, what the fuck, dude? This is fucking bullshit. And then they go to beat him up. And then Patrick Swayze's gang is like, yo, let him leave him alone. He's learning, blah, blah, blah. And then they all like duke it out. And then he gets sort of like brought into Patrick Swayze's gang for one reason and one reason only, which is even the craziest part of this. And this is, so this came out in 1991. So internet is not a thing. Patrick Swayze lets him into the gang because Johnny Utah was a college football player. 
and a good college football player. And he like remembers him from the Rose Bowl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they what? have this like insane montage on the beach where they play like football at night. They could have easily mentioned that in the first 10 minutes, like when they were introducing him to Busey. Busey was like, ah, you're Johnny Utah, the star quarterback. Like, they, And so they all knew who he was. Like everyone knew everyone's first and last name in this entire movie, which was insane. Um, so he's like Johnny Manziel if Johnny Manziel joined the FBI. Basically. Or basically. Like um, and so then that car scene that we saw at the 105 is when Patrick Swayze's gang finds out that Johnny Utah is who Johnny Utah is, but they both like play it off. Like they don't know. And then Patrick Swayze's gang kidnaps Johnny Utah's girlfriend. They go skydiving. Uh, yep. Johnny Makes Utah, sense. Johnny Utah is afraid that Patrick Swayze gave him the wrong, um, like a, a parachute that wasn't packed properly. Okay. They yeah. play chicken. They play chicken with these parachutes and they're falling and they pull the parachutes <laughs> at like 25 feet. Like they, they jump from 40,000 and pull their parachutes at like 25 the feet and, land in, <laughs> and like land in the water fine. And they're like, wow, that was crazy. Yeah, this is amazing. And he's like, that's the most exciting thing I've ever done in my life. And then they bring Johnny Utah to this car and they're like, I got to show you something. And it's a, and it's a video of his girlfriend tied up screaming and they're like, they're like, you got to let us go. We're going to do one more job. And then they make Johnny Utah rob a bank with them. Wow. Two of the, two of the guys from Swayze's group get shot dead. The other two escape. That's when we see the desert scene. They escape to the deserts. They let the girl go. Johnny Utah gets arrested. It's this whole thing. And then it, and then it like finishes up where Patrick Swayze kills himself in the giant wave. That giant wave still doesn't really make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> rides this, rides away for not even a second. Boom, but you dead. know that you know that scene. You may have seen it with Keanu Reeves, like laying on the ground, pointing a gun at somebody, and then he gets mad and he shoots it up in the air like four times. I think I've seen that. He's, like, yeah, pointing it, he's pointing it, and then he screams. He's like, ah! He just shoots it up. Okay, in the air. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from Point Break. <laughs> that is the scene uh, from Point Break. So um, when he was when he was chasing him on the on the uh, hang glider, or. No, it was like um, right after or skydiving, rather, whatever it was. No, that was it, we just missed it. It was like probably four minutes after the one hundred and five. Okay, uh, now can you settle this for me? Was, was there at any point a surf chase scene? No surf chase scenes. Fuck. No uh, surf chase scenes. Disappointing. Yeah, yeah disappointing. There, there was there was like a uh, like a momentary skydive chase scene. That's okay. Uh, it's not too too bad. I mean. So I guess yeah, what I what I thought that he was going to he was already like a really good surfer because I mean he looks like a surfer he talks like one in the yeah. movie like hey, I'm I'm uh, Johnny Utah um and uh, you think he would just be able to like jump right into that as a surfer join the surfer gang and then kind of like infiltrate them and be yeah, like no, uh, he just like doesn't know how to surf and then learns so it was um it was crazy uh I would say after watching it pretty interesting movie but like not a great movie and probably not the one movie i should have seen of all the yeah. movies we've watched i just I, I can't believe i got that to pass like the the surfing gang like member like the i don't know the beach bum yeah. gangsters like uh surprised they like let that be like yeah that's a good idea for a movie <laughs> yeah it seemed it, it like overall the movie seems insane there's like a moment in the movie 
uh, that we just missed. It's like Johnny Utah's like first bust. He's like busting. Uh, and he like him and those two sort of like preppy FBI agents break into this house to like arrest a bunch of criminals. And um, all of the like gun gun scenes in the, the movie are so intense. Like they bust a door down and one of the like one of the gangbangers just like shoots one of the cops immediately. And the cops just like the, like the just like the squib on the guy's like chest just like blows up. It looks like he just was like mangled. And then you see like this girl in a shower who's like completely naked and she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then one of the like preppy cops goes into the bathroom. and He's like, shut up. Like, everything's going to be fine. And she just stabs him in the back a bunch of times. And I'm like, yeah, what yeah. is going? And then That's the kind he, of action I love. He falls down. He's fine, but he's got like a bunch of stab marks. And then Johnny Utah walks by and she stabs him once. And I'm like, what is going on? Who is this? And she's naked the entire time just stabbing people. Everyone's getting stabbed. It was that, crazy. Uh, that does sound pretty pretty crazy. Um, but I'm glad you glad I you finished the rest of it. Um, no, last question about the movie: Was yeah, there any please. point where Johnny Utah maybe um, he's in a situation where he has to maybe throw the bag of money over to um, Gary Busey, and he uses his quarterback arm to throw it over like uh, a huge fire and uh get it to safety or something like that no no they don't they don't normally bring they don't like really bring up the quarterback thing but it, it is funny they because bring it up once and, and never again pretty much like he plays <laughs> he plays this like he plays this like beach football game that's like the most organized be- it's like a, a true like 11 on 11 football game like it's an insane moment in this in this game or in this movie and it's over and like Johnny tackles somebody or Johnny gets tackled. It was also very dark. It's like hard to see what any, and they all get up and they're like, Whoa, that was uncalled for. This is crazy. And then Patrick Swayze goes, do you know who this is? Do you know, this is Johnny Utah. He was like 1988 Rose bowl, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Oh, so, and that's when you realize that like Swayze knows who he is. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. There's a, there was like a lot of moments where it felt like a twist but like it also just felt like a '90s movie where it's like this is just how we move the story along. Uh, yeah, everything's pretty predictable if you really thought about yeah. it. It's like yeah, so, that's not. Well, um, so that was it. I um, yeah, you know, I, I would still you know check it out for a few minutes uh, if I saw it yeah. on TV. Definitely, yeah. definitely yeah. A, a decent movie. I would watch it. I would watch it again if it was on. Um, but now let's move on to this week's movie. Let's do it. Um, Apocalypto, like we said, 2006. This is this is post. Oh wait, no. This is his second. This is a second directorial debut movie, not debut. Uh, second movie he's directed because he did direct, um, Passion of the Christ, which I think is right, uh, right, and uh, yeah, and he also directed one after this. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like he, no, he had like a very interesting one after this. Um, Mel Gibson as a director about the the Beaver, right? Is he you know just talking about? Or did he direct that? <laughs> What's that Beaver movie? What am I? Um, Where he has like a hand puppet, right? Yeah. F- oh, he directed Fuck. Braveheart too. Okay. He directed so the man. So I was just way off. But Man Without a Face, Braveheart, Passion of the Christ. He directed two episodes of the show Complete Savages. Uh, then the movie Op- Apocalypto, and then Hacksaw Ridge. And right now he he is currently directing a movie called The Wild Bunch. The Wild Bunch. Okay, what was the movie with the um with the with the with the beaver? 
Um, yeah, the beefer uh, on the hand. Let's see, Is that, that not like on a, here? That was like in 2000s, right? That was the, the beaver. beaver. Oh, it's called <laughs> the beaver. Yeah, okay. 2011. The checks beaver. out. That checks out. Jody Foster? Is that Jody Foster in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should just watch the beaver instead. <laughs> A troubled husband and executive adopts a beaver hand puppet as his sole means of communication. Wow. This was his uh this was his comeback movie. Uh <laughs> should we watch the beaver? Should we do a, a quick audible? Apocalypto into the beaver. Oh man, the beaver. No, let's 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 stick, stick with the Apocalypto. Apocalypto. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the beaver, yeah, was uh Mill Gibson's like he tried to get back into everyone's good graces by like, you know, being this guy who had a, this uh, sympathetic character with a beaver hand puppet, yeah. but weren't buying it, Mel. We weren't buying it. So this was this was in 2006. So I feel like 2006 is kind of a weird year for this movie to come out. I feel like no everyone was big, big and hyped onto the Mayan civilizations like a few years leading up to 2012. You know, everyone's like the world's going to end in 2012. The Mayans predicted it. Let's talk about the Mayans. Let's talk about the Mayans. This is six years before that, which seems premature. Um, yeah, but... I guess. Yeah, I guess this wasn't really around the hot time when the Mayans were were hot and uh, and popular, um, and uh, a little before that. But the I'm not really sure this... why he made. I think everyone is pretty um, confused with, you know, why he made this. Yeah, not saying it's a bad line, movie. Or the anything. tagline for the movie is, "As the Mayan kingdom faces its decline, a young man is taken on a perilous journey to a world ruled by fear and oppression." I'm assuming this is like a racist movie. I'm assuming this is like a white guy gets captured by savage, uh, like savages, is what the story of this movie is going to be. Oh, is it? I thought there wasn't any. Or is there no? Is there no white guy in this? I movie? thought there weren't any white people, but I thought it was still kind of racist because of. Uh... Yeah, I think this is just the very, plot. I think it's like very truly like a, a, a like story of savages, which is such like a fucking awful depiction of like natives in all of these movies. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah, and I'm just checking out some things out here. There's a couple of the Mel Gibson controversies happened in like '98, '97, '98, and then 2010 was that recorded phone call where he. Uh, so it was after this. Okay. Is that phone call? That was right before the Beaver. <laughs> then the Beaver comes up, and he's dropping just. Uh, I don't know if you remember that phone call. It's pretty bad. And then just the Beaver comes out. It was not a not a great um, two years there for. So this uh, movie's rated R, and uh, like the last episode, I I found my new favorite part of it, the IMDb, the MPAA rating, and the reason why they're rated this. Oh yeah. Um, so it's rated R, and it, and it looks like the category that really got it a rated R um, rating was uh, violence and gore. Um, so there's just there's a list of everything. I'm not gonna. I don't even think I can read this because it, it basically looks like a synopsis of the movie. Um, it's like this happens, and it's really bloody and gory. Is it like this the, happens the Point Break one where it's like um, six scene where Johnny saves him from the helicopter? It's it's like uh, i feel like the descriptions for the point break ones were like um like um big explosive scene and yeah, like i mean i'll like, read one like of them third grader wrote them almost. i'll read i'll read one of them and i will say like gore warning on this yeah <laughs> a man is forced to lie back on a large stone he is held a man cuts his chest open and pulls out his heart we briefly see the bloody organ and the lifeless man the man then cuts his head off and throws it down the tall set of stairs 
And then the body is thrown down the stairs too. Some blood spurts from the neck wound. Lovely. <laughs> that is that is one of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven reasons why this was severely gory and violent. And then there's also frightening and wow. intense scenes. Uh, the killing of animals may be intense, intense for some viewers was also one of the things. So the the chopping off of a man's head and seeing the blood squirt out everywhere as he puts his hand yeah. in there and pulls out his esophagus. Those those reasons when they're blood and gore are a lot less fun when it's just like we see a boob. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's not as it's not as exciting when it's like when it's like a man moons his friend. Like, like and you see his asshole. Like, these ones are like a man's a man's beating heart was ripped from his body and shown to a group of people as they cheered <laughs> very aggressive very aggressive movie here from from mel um it was nominated for a few awards as well what do we got um so it didn't win anything at least you know the the big uh the big awards uh award shows so the academy awards 2007 nominated for best achievement in makeup best achievement in sound mixing and best achievement in sound editing okay so, okay, so, so it looks good and sounds good. I feel like I don't even remember if there's like uh, much dialogue in the movie. We'll find out. We'll find out. I, this might be one of those movies where we don't have any any spoken words in the first in the whole twenty one minutes that we have. Um, what are your predictions going in? Before I think we should probably jump into watching the first ten minutes. So, what are your predictions yeah. going into this movie? Um, oh man. Um, As the jeez, oh, I'm just reading like tagline again. As the Mayan kingdom faces the client, a young man t- taking on a perilous journey to a world ruled by fear and oppression. You can go first, man. I. You can <laughs> I go think, first. I think what this is going to be is it's it's going to be sort of like, um, it's going to be like a, a a white man's telling of what the you know the Mayan culture was right before it was over. So I have a feeling that the end of this movie is going to be like some some sort of like heroic settlement of this of this like mexican culture you know like of this yeah. of this new of this new settled land um you know this very like i don't know mel gibson's telling of this it seems very strange that like an australian man um would decide to pick uh, like a a, a a mexican culture when australia is so riddled with its own like problems with natives like yeah, they they themselves have been pretty terrible to uh, the native people of Australia. You'd think he would have stuck with his own country to tell the the story of that, but um, that's what yeah. that's what I think. I think it's just going to be like this is what the Mayans were like, blah blah blah, and then maybe maybe it'll have something to do with the the Incas too. I I think like or the Aztecs. I feel like that's the Aztecs and Mayans always sort of like go hand in hand and in the way that it's taught and told. So um, I really don't think it's going to be much of like a story. I don't, I don't think there's, it doesn't sound like there's much of a protagonist in the, uh, like yeah. Well, the, the young, the young man, I think, you know, they're probably going to try to, yeah. And it's, it's, it is, I wonder how historically accurate this is. And like uh, if Mel Gibson just went on his own and just made things just like so crazy, just for the theatrical, uh, just for theatrical reasons. Yeah. Um, and then just added just unnecessary gore and violence because he wanted to. Uh, yeah, you know, I think, you know, we're going to get to meet this this uh, young Mayan guy. Uh, he's going to have a family, maybe. And um, he's going to get uh, taken away and he's going to try to 
we're gonna <laughs> i have no fucking idea man <laughs> <laughs> yeah um all right so let's let's start watching the first 10 minutes and then maybe we'll have a, a little bit more of an idea of what's gonna end when we know with how it's gonna start um because right now we are uh completely no, no. In the dark the beaver movie i could i could do a solid 20 minutes on <laughs> yeah. the beaver movie and we'll add the beaver to our list unless everyone <laughs> really doesn't want us to cover another bell gibson movie um so we we will be right back and um uh, uh, yeah we'll be right back Wow. Wow, 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 wow. There it was. There it was. Uh first ten minutes of Apocalypto. Um, yeah, I was just realizing that like um you know, I'm, you're the history buff actually. Uh you're the history guy. I wasn't even really sure how the Mayan Empire ended. Like, did it get over now this I'm gonna sound dumb. Did it get overtaken by another um kingdom, empire? Um, I don't know. I uh Again, I probably Sorry to put you sound, on the spot there. Well, no, I'm probably going to sound dumb too. I mean, I feel like for the most part, um, the most uh, native tribes in the Americas were basically like settled upon. So I think, like, I think the Mayans, the Mayans, like, just. I, I always know. thought it was like more mysterious how they kind of disappeared. I think or that was. One I think that was the. I think that was the Aztec. Um, okay. But I think for the most part, the Aztec and the Mayan tribes just sort of like like uh became modern day mexican people like it gotcha. was just it was like it, it's it, i think they have they have descendant descending roots gotcha. and stuff but um i think like spanish colonization and stuff like it is, it is pretty interesting yeah just say. just sort of um went through mexico and stuff so um yeah but that you know that was an interesting first 10 minutes not a whole lot went on kind of just uh one long uncut scene yeah it was one was. scene yeah um of the, of these Mayans, they were uh, little, um, uh, what do you call them? <laughs> what do you call or, them? They were like, hunt- they were just like a, there was a small, yeah, a small, like, a small gathering of hunters. So I think there was yep. seven of them, maybe six of them. It was um, Flint Sky, Curl Nose, Smoke Frog, um, Jaguar Paw, Blunted, I believe, is the one that was handed the, and Cocoa Leaf. Um, okay, and they're chasing a big boar through the through the woods or yeah, a couple ta- of boars. A taper. I think it's called a a taper. It's like a gotcha, a, gotcha. a boar with like a tusk or with a trunk. Uh, okay, and um and they they spear it. They get they yeah, yeah it goes through the trap and they spear it's really, it. Really, it's really fucking graphic. Um, the really graphic scene. I could have done without seeing that. Like it seems like it could have been a little like of a. It gets a trap and then it could go, hey. it could go dark. I don't need to. I don't know. I don't need to see like five spikes go through like a fake taper that they. Beat. Mel Gibson has a vision. Okay. He yeah, has a I vision. Mean, I think, I think this entire that. movie is probably pretty way gorier than it needs to be. Yeah. Uh. So they yeah they slice open the boar, pull out his heart, and they start you know um, I guess eating parts of it. Yeah, it uh, seems like the different parts of the the taper were like symbolic of moments of the hunt for some right. reason for some reason jaguar paw was the man who got to like divvy up the parts so he like gave the heart i believe to smoke frog yeah. he gave the liver to turtle oh no just to curl nose 
And then I believe he gave the ears to Coco Leaf. And then we get a little and, bit uh, of comic relief. Yeah, I got some notes here on uh, the the Hunter Blunted. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they made they make fun of Blunted f- for eating the balls. Uh, <laughs> they give so they give Blunted the balls as a joke of yeah. the, and he eats them, and then they're like, "Haha, we don't actually eat the balls, dummy." Um, and then Blunted feels embarrassed because he ate the balls, and everyone's laughing at him. Um, and then. Also, Blunted can't make children, so the one of the other guys gives him leaves to rub on his genitals to help him with that. The way the way that you described that felt like very like fifth grade book report. <laughs> yeah, That's, those um, are my notes. Uh, yeah, so they give him the, they give him the balls and they basically like make fun of Blunted's fertility <laughs> issues. Um, they're like they're like this is how my dad got ten kids. So this would lead me to lead, believe that this is like Blunted's first hunt. Cause I don't know why he would not know that they don't eat the balls, but then he yeah. eats the balls and basically like dry heave slash throws them up. Um, and everyone laughs at him. And then um, Jaguar paws dad is like, are you having, does everything work down there? It felt like a really like modern day, like how, how's everything going down there? Uh, yeah. he's, like, he's like, everything works. I just can't make kids. And so, I thought he was giving him poison Ivy actually. I was like, Oh, is this another yeah, he gives him, he gives him he, yeah. He gives him these like this like red leaf. It kind of looks like a, it kind of looks like a hibiscus leaf. Yeah, it's like um, you can't eat it. You got to rub it. On, you got to rub yeah. it down there. He tells like, him oh, to rub this leaf right on before his, on his dick, right before they have sex. So hopefully that will help his fertility. And he was like, "Good, this will get her off my back." And Jaguar Park goes, "Your wife?" And he goes, "No, my mother-in-law. She really wants grandchildren." And then he goes into his pouch and hands him like a whole handful more. So he's sort of sort of like, "Here, have a bunch of kids on me." No, um, my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law won't leave me alone. Um. Yeah, and then we get back and this like other these other members of what I would assume is from a different tribe or a different yep. some group other people show up they are hiding up. in the woods and they're standing there and that's where we cut off. Um, they seem threatening. I, I wrote they do. They seem they seemed um, they seemed a little bit more like malnourished than the ones that we saw. They were like skinnier, a little like more gaunt and quiet. Um, they smell so that ass- boar. They smell that fresh yeah, kill. I'm assuming they're about to just like scavenge that boar from these these people. There's more of them. There, it looks like there was like ten to fifteen of them in the woods. So um, I'm, I, I was I, I'm assuming there was about to be a battle happening, yeah. uh, but we cut off. So um, that's what happened. Not a whole lot of uh, exposition to help us figure out what this movie is about, in my opinion. No, not a whole lot. Um, still gave me absolutely nothing to go off of really um i don't know who the main character is is the, I'm, i would assume it's blunted um but oh you think it's blunted? i thought it was the it could be jaguar paw i don't even yeah i guess it, well it would imply that blunted is younger because it was his first hunt and everything so i guess yeah. he could be the young man um i think okay here's my bold prediction right okay, here i think it. you know i think uh, I think this movie starts off right after 10 minutes of like an action action. I think there's a big like fight that goes on battle. Yeah. Right. And then um, blunted has to run away and from it as like his like uh, tribe and stuff is getting like decimated. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I think like, this is like the start of, I think if we, if this, if we watch the first 20 minutes, we would see like something in the next 10, like a big, like uh big battle big fight yeah yeah i think we were i think we were moments away from a small fight that was probably going to lead into a big fight um also like knowing mel gibson movies obviously i don't know a ton about them 
going into this, but have seen, you know, I've seen Braveheart. I've seen um, Patriot. I've seen Payback. I've seen some Mel Gibson movies. I feel like this is going to be very action packed. And I feel like the story of the movie is going to be like pretty uh, base level. Like even the dialogue in that seemed very like, I don't know. It seemed very poorly written of them being like, you get the balls because my dad ate the balls. And they're like, ha, 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 we don't eat balls. Like it was just a bunch of balls jokes for 10 minutes. And it was yeah. weird. Cause it was like, uh, why do, it felt weird. Like reading subtitles for them to make it, make a bunch of balls jokes. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree with that. I, I, yeah. I think there's going to be definitely some unnecessary violence with the kind of pretty base level story. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess we don't even know if, if this guy has a, a family to come back to, to find, to bring with him to, yeah. Um, also, based know, on does the, he want to does he want to fight his way back to these guys who are making fun of him about his infertility? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And based on the title, I would assume that it has something to do with the apocalypse, right? Like it has to. Mm. I feel like the Mayan prediction it must have something to do with the Mayan calendar. It must have something to do with that whole sort of fortune telling future apocalypse thing. Um, I don't know. I. I Unfortunately, as a history buff, um, I did I did actually take a class on um, uh, apocalyptic theory and apocalyptic like um, things throughout history. But yeah. the one I covered was um, uh, was biblical apocalypses. So there was uh-huh. there was a lot of okay, right. there was a lot of people in the the Middle Ages that were reading into the Bible. All right. You're off the hook for that one. You're off the hook. So, I'm right. I'm curious though. I might look into it. But uh, that being said, I. I think I think the end of this movie is going to be just just based off of like small clips I've seen through of this movie throughout the I think sure. we're going to see that that scene. I think we're going to see that scene of the guy getting his heart cut out and kicked down the steps. I think that is like the climactic moment. of. This oh, movie. I thought that was actually I thought you were talking about the the boar when you were describing that thing, because they did rip the heart they out of the boar. The heart too. Out, but no, they do, they do it okay. with a person. Um, okay. the, the MPAA thing was about a person. So I think we're going gotcha. to see that. Um, uh, so we'll see. I think. All right, Nicole. This might be too bold of a prediction, but Let's hear it. okay. I think, I think Blunted is going to be able to rub those leaves on his nuts and have a kid by the end mm-hmm. of the movie. Okay, that's a bold prediction. Yeah, I think. I think if that happens, we won't know. That's my prediction. We won't know. <laughs> None of that. Yeah, we probably won't know. <laughs> uh, I think. I think the last ten minutes is going to be him. Um holding the baby and mm. um looking at uh jaguar's jaw and being like yeah i told you i could fucking have a baby dude yeah it's gonna be his kid tricking jaguar jaws or jaguar paws, jaguar's paw uh, okay jaguar paw's kid into eating balls in the woods like it's gonna be like a real a real full circle story i mean we just got a full circle on the only thing we've seen so far so yeah. Yeah, can't exactly. go be on anything else do you have any uh, other predictions i i'm i'm completely out of predictions so if you if you have any other predictions um get them in now because then we can jump to the to the end um yeah i think we're gonna see um i think we're gonna see a lot more ass in the last 10 minutes was a was quite a bit of quite a bit of butt in this um i think it was mainly because of the uh sort of loincloth situation that was being right um, right but a lot of butt a lot of butt going on um all right so uh we will be right back um and we'll miss you while we're gone so know that know that you're loved know that you're missed we'll be right back.
Any, uh, any credits, um, bloopers <laughs> yeah, any, for this any, one? Any end credits? No, no end credits. Oh, wow, wow. Okay. So, so, somewhat predictable, pretty, you know, I mean, not yeah, like I mean, this. I feel like, like we both kind of called what, what happened at the end there. Yeah, the, you know, it did kind of, there was some kind of uh, full circle-ness to it. Um, and, yeah, you pretty much guessed it uh right on the money there with the the colonizers showing up showed but up. um yeah just to go through a quick recap what happened we jump right into the action uh yeah, this is crazy it's um uh, torrential downpours in the in the forest uh hold on can we get his name right for a second it's is it i don't want to be calling him the wrong thing the whole time okay. that guy at the end there what what, what was his name that, that he Tiger, is, tiger's paw no he's jaguar jaguar paw Jaguar paw. <laughs> okay. Jag well, <laughs> not Jaguar jaw, not Tiger paw, Jaguar paw. I was thinking because, like, um, I know this, I keep thinking of this band, Tiger, Tiger's jaw. And uh, when I think of Tiger paw, okay, so Jaguar's paw. Jaguar's paw. Yeah. Jaguar paw. Um, he hits a man in the head. We jump right into the action. He hits a man in the head with a club and blood squirts so out of his so skull like a just... Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. It's like if you're going to like a haunted hayride, there's like some guy with blood squirting out of his head. Like that's what it would look like. Like it was, some... just, it was disgusting. Um, so he does that. Then he gets chased. Uh, then we see a pregnant woman who I I, I wrote at the time maybe Blunted's. Uh, I was hoping. Fingers oh, crossed. Yeah, looks I like think Blunted. It was uh, I think it was like Blunted died, um, not being able to uh, being. Uh, not being able to have kids so that's yeah it seems like it seems like whoever the like whatever that tribe or whatever that group of people at the beginning were everyone is wiped out by jaguar paw and his yeah <clears throat> so um so the pregnant woman and young kid are stuck in a well type thing and it's raining so the water level is rising um so they so then they touch on that and then we jump right back into the action uh, this big warrior guy with like a, some like armor shoots some, like, tiger's jaw with a on. with a bow and arrow and, and oh, a tiger's jaguar <laughs> paw with a bow and arrow and sorry i don't mean to um like uh anyway tiger's <laughs> tiger's jaguar's paw with a bow and arrow and the jaguar's paw he pulls out the arrow and the warrior guy sprints at him but he gets caught in the same trap that the boar did in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, so that's yeah, that was the full. That was a full circle. He trips the trips the trip wire and gets like just eviscerated by this massive trap that has. So this this whole movie has giant spikes. Is only going around like the same twenty square feet. Or like I guess. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like it's very big. Um. Yeah. Them being stuck in the well. I don't. He said you were so close, which would imply because it then it starts raining. He says you were so close. Then it starts raining. Yeah. Um. And I feel like it would imply that like the woman and the child are going to drown in the well, but there's no top to the well. So like as the water level in the well rises up, they the chances just... of them getting out is higher because the, yeah, like, I know most of you are going like, it doesn't rain that much, but there was literally like before it started, there was no water in the well. And then when he finally got there, there was probably 
eight to ten feet of water in the well. So like it was raining. Hard. It was raining harder than I think it's ever rained in the world. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he gets the big guy, and then these two guys that were with the big guy keep chasing him, and they get to the beach, and the woman actually gives birth oh, underwater, does, and then the baby. Yeah, you see the baby swimming to the top. Yeah, that's a lot of things happen in this last minutes that I wish I didn't see. The guy getting impaled by the spikes, the guy's brain like splurting blood everywhere. Yeah. Uh Jaguar Paw breaking an arrow out of his chest. Um, and then the lady straight up just like popping a baby out in a well. Pop, this comes right out. out. The baby's just swimming. Just swimming. Yeah, with swimming the around. Cord, swims around for a couple minutes. Yeah, they show the baby swimming around for a couple minutes, solid two, three beat. Um and then yeah. Uh, Jaguar's paws chased to the beach by the other two guys, and that's where they see the big uh, colonizer boats full of white men coming to shore. Uh, he then goes back to save the woman, the kid, and the baby. Um, they decide to go into the forest and hide from the colonizers to start a new beginning. Yep. And uh, she says, "Should we go to them?" And he says, "We should. We should go into the forest. We should leave them there." Basically, he can he can he can sense that they're not going to be good people. yeah i mean yeah it's pretty good uh pretty good intuition there yeah um you know some random people come with huge boats showing up to your uh you've never seen before to your island i would uh i would not go with them you yeah know, you don't want my that. first thought you don't, <laughs> don't you don't you don't want that you don't want to have to deal with with that so um and just to so everyone knows this podcast is anti-colonization. We are anti. We're anti-colonization. We're anti-isolation. Uh, we're anti-imperialism. Uh, we're anti-union. Um, no, we're not anti-union. Not anti-union. Pro-union. <laughs> Pro-union. Um, Anti-Mel Gibson. Anti-Mel Gibson. Um, That's why we're tearing this movie to shreds. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I think it's. It, Again, again, even in those last 10 minutes, the climactic finish of this movie, it still didn't seem like the storyline was that exciting. Um, we may have missed we may have missed a pretty big uh, chunk of dialogue right before he slices the side of that guy's head off. But other than that, um, not a whole lot happens. All the dialogue is very like base level. It's like, should we go? No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's not really complex. There's no there's no metaphors. There's no similes. There's not, nothing poetic about really what's going on. So. I feel like we just the only thing we missed in the middle of the movie was just like one long fight or like a continuation of the fight. And then it I can't imagine, you know, maybe they could have gotten to a little bit more of the relationship there between Jaguar's paw and um, the woman there and the kid. We don't really know. Yeah, we don't Um, know. We don't really know his like story background, but they those I mean, oh, here's actually. Yeah, here's my prediction. Okay, let's hear it. I think that was Blunted's woman. Ooh, he's he like impregnated her, and then he's like, "Hey, uh, I'm taking care of you because you're." Uh, blunted died. Blunted died. Okay. So I'm still going. With, I'm just hoping my boy got uh, was able to get some seed out there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right, I think I think like uh, before we but the 105 is going to happen. I'm hoping it's an exciting 105. I'm hoping we see uh, at least another character besides Jaguar Paw. Um, but you know, do you have any last thoughts before we throw it over to your famous 105 song? It's undoubtedly going to be a fight scene of some sort. Yeah. yeah. Or I mean, we we've, we've watched 20 minutes of this and we've seen three fight scenes. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be a fight scene. Mel Gibson loves his loves his fight scenes. Uh, 
but, but, but. actually i think last episode i mentioned the movie uh the cop movie with mel gibson and vince vaughn oh yeah you did yeah 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 um i don't know why i just brought that up again um, he's you know we <laughs> we we're one trick ponies we're mel gibson we're mel gibson stands uh not a good yeah. movie but anyway <laughs> all right well it's everyone's favorite part it's time for the the, 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 the 105. The 105. It's time for the 105. Hey, oh, it's time for the 105. Yeah. Hey, 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 uh, entering into some sort of slave trade, I feel like they're or you know um, something's going on. They they are tied up in some sort of like chain gang. Um, the original the original tribe that we had seen at the beginning. Um, Blunted is there. Jaguar paws there. Um, they're getting painted on um, by some uh, uh, screaming women with blue paint. Um, it seems like this is some sort of town bazaar town square some some large marketplace area where everyone hangs out so there there seem to be some like richer people who are laying out eating some food and then poorer people offering them more food uh, also it seemed to be like some at. enslaved people or something doing work yeah there was like a lot of like uh white i don't even know what that was it kind of looks like um limestone dust all over them um they were like building buildings and doing things. So it, there wasn't a whole lot that happened in this, um, but uh, it looks like we see the bad guys versus the good guys. We see. Yeah, um, yeah. So they, are they all Mayans or? Are they all what? Mayans. I think so. It looks, okay. They're yeah. just like different. Okay. Different. Um, yeah. So that was all that happened. There really, really nothing, nothing answered, nothing, nothing held. Uh, just uh, shows maybe us. the change in life that, jaguar's paw had to go through from the beginning to like what you know kind of what they want what he wanted to get away from um i guess i sure that surprised there wasn't any violence though um because when you look at the reviews for this movie every bad review is just tied to pointless violence pointless violence pointless violence yeah um uh Pretty much really, the basis for all of them. Here's a really interesting trivia, which I didn't under I didn't know that this was true. Uh, Ap- Apocalypto was the last R-rated movie released under the Walt Disney banner. This is a Disney movie. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, Wish Disney. I bet Disney wishes they had that back. Yeah. Um. Wow. Well, you know this person, Fella Shibby, um, who watched this movie. In 2016, actually enjoyed it a lot. Um, so this is a review. I just wanted to re- read a review from Fella Shibby, touch on a little bit. Um, pure, pure exploration of primal fear, brutal chase slash survival flick. Ten out of ten. Now I'm not sure if she knows this is based off of like um, real events of the Mayans or real people. So I'm not sure if Fella Shibby. Um, <laughs> the best adventure story I've seen in a long time with a lot of brutal action. An adrenaline-filled chase movie. The last 45 minutes beats all parkour I've, uh, films I've seen put together. Thank you, Mel Gibson, for this wonderful cinematic experience. 
Um, the waterfall sequence is breathtaking. It beats the scene from Predator and U.S. Marshals. Wow. So I'm gonna find a I'm gonna find a nice one star review here. Um, with the the you find the, the one most... that's uh, people are just like uh, this one guy's the rape of a culture one yeah, star. Is, it's a sad representation a representation of a great civilization. What a piece of garbage! The rape of a culture. I've got a sinking feeling that Mel Gibson likes to torture kittens in his spare time. Uh, the damage has been done. Stunning visuals lacking in every other department uh now results that christians are the solution to every human problem uh i hope this is the worst review of all like uh, <laughs> people who had one i'm gonna find a. am gonna find a five star i'm gonna find somebody who's like uh gave it a middle of the road like this was okay yeah um, um yeah not, not what i expected oh my god all these re- who writes these reviews this review is like three pages long this guy writes, you give it uh, two stars, actually. He wrote, um, I suppose Hollywood really believes that the entire world, even the prehistoric one, runs around doing high fives and has intellectual conversations about erectile infertility problems with their mother-in-law. <laughs> so that person only watched the first 10 minutes of the movie, I'm assuming. Uh, here's, a, here's an interesting one. This one, was written, this one was written two days before the movie came out. So the movie came out on December 10th, 2006. My birthday, my birthday, everybody. So if you want to give me a gift, give me a nice apocalypto poster. Um, Mel. So this is addressed specifically to Mel. Aztecs met the Spaniards. Mayans were long dead. The Mayan Empire fell 600 years before the Spanish arrived. The Aztecs were the ones that predicted their own empire's collapse and basically laid down in front of Cortez's since he was prophesied to arrive and begin the apocalypse. How can you lie to us like this? I don't know if I can believe in Jesus now. Thanks, Mel. Thanks a lot. Next thing you know, we will learn that Christ didn't invent chairs and tables and long shards never met prima nocta. Wow. Uh, that person just has to go go ahead and ruin a perfectly good movie, you know? Um, they can't well, just... Apparently, his, his last edit on this may, might explain why these, why these uh, reviews are so long. Bah, so apparently IMDB encourages you to be more more verbose, so I need to fill a few more lines of text. Mayans did have human sacrifice, possibly on the level of the Aztecs, though the Aztecs, during their final construction of one of their temples, were in the process of killing so many people that the blood gutters ran like rivers and slowed the construction. He had to add that, so he had enough um, text. <laughs> wow, all right, history nerd, get lost. <laughs> Go comment on another movie. Um, so yeah, that was Apocalypto. Uh, but um, do you ha- do, what's your what's what's your one line review? I, I mean, I yeah yeah um, or one line. St- probably it's probably pretty similar to like anyone who's seen the movie have them create a one liner if they were just like being sarcastic about it. Yeah. Um, but you know, um, <laughs> ti- uh, tiger's paw jaguar. Jaguar's paw. Sorry, I legit, I legit keep fucking it up. Um, Jaguar's paw starts off living a very peaceful life with his tribe and playing ball pranks on his friends, but then has to ball run pranks. for run for over an hour movie time away from the other other bigger Mayans who have more power and he has to run away from them for a long time until he can 
rescue uh, Blunted's pregnant wife in the well before the colonizers come and take over the empire and the land. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, probably pretty similar to anyone who's seen them. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> my, mine is um, uh, fastest man in the Mayan kingdom is the only one quick enough to avoid the wrath of the white man. Eh? I like that. I like eh? that. All right. He and for anyone listening, we didn't really mention it. He does run faster than I think I've ever seen somebody run in a movie. Like he is booking it the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's what people write in the one guy I can't I couldn't find it, but this one guy wrote, there's no way like people can run that fast even if it's for a movie the guy was running too fast that's what one guy that was one guy's big beef with it he was running too fast and for too long too too long too fast too long uh too fast too furious Um, i just gotta squeeze in this uh yeah let's hear it to start review that i just saw um want to lose your girlfriend fast um take her to this movie especially if it's a a first date you'll never see her again trust me it happened to me so <laughs> good blaming his relationship struggles on, on this. apocalypto yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure blunted did the same um so call what are you what are you going to give this movie i'm on our, giving on it our, on a rating of zero to two i'll give it a zero i'll tell you what if there was a i'm interested in kind of another movie about maybe the mayans and mayan culture and stuff like that or maybe even like a documentary yeah but not interested in this uh just i mean pretty much taught me told me nothing about well i watched 21 <laughs> and a half minutes of the movie so but from what i i've read enough of the reviews that i'm guessing this wasn't you know um good glimpse into mind culture at all it doesn't seem like uh gibson was just focused on the action he was just making this a, a hollywood a hollywood uh, blockbuster um it's a zero for me i'm not even i've seen this movie on tv before and i haven't checked it out no i just no yeah you know, for um, me. how about you I'm, I'm with you i'm giving it a zero it seems like a very like uh ignorant american i know mel's not american but he he's in america uh it, it gives like a very like early 2000s sort of like i don't care about the actual history of other cultures let's just make sure we're we're letting letting everyone know that uh Europeans had something to do with everything um you know I honestly like based off of the part of the movie that we saw it didn't even seem like they needed to put those colonizers at the end the story was completely over like they could have just ended the movie without being like oh and by the way then the Europeans saved the world so um yeah I'm gonna give it a zero I think it's a, a bad movie made by a bad man um and I uh, I don't want to watch it. So um, that was that was Apocalypto, um, a interesting movie from an interesting time in the world. Um, Two thousand six, weird weird year. Fresh my freshman year of high school. Same. <laughs> it was um, the best year of my life. I loved it. Loved freshman year. All downhill from there. Uh, but yeah. Um, Thanks for listening. If you uh, like this episode or like any of the episodes, give us some, you know, a review on iTunes. It, it helps out. It helps people see the podcast. Um, and if you want to be on the pod, hit us up. Um, and if you have any movies that you want us to review, let us know. 
um we'd be happy to uh get some get some new movies uh yeah that's yeah, it please send us suggestions i mean are the, are the old but classics boring yeah do we, we do like i mean i feel like you know i could pick a we could pick a funny movie from netflix every week but then it wouldn't really be like you know the point of but who fucking cares right who cares who cares what send, is the send point? us send us something do it yeah and if you want us and if you want us to do more recaps of movies that we should have watched where we watch the whole rest of the next movie um <laughs> we're happy to do those too we're, we're we're happy to mix up the format at any time in any way for you guys this is for you this isn't for us this is for you um you hear that my, you hear that just for my, you my dad and alex cly and um who else is listening uh me uh, in the future yeah yeah for yeah me me to check if i edited everything out properly um but hi to those people and uh yeah hit us up bye love you goodbye